This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. Breakdown. Go ahead, give it to me. Time for the BA Breakdown on the KRMG Afternoon News. And as always, we are joined by Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. Good afternoon, Michael. Hey, Skylar. How you doing, my friend? I hope your week has started well. Yeah, doing really good, kind of getting that countdown to Christmas going. We're uh, we're getting down into the thick of it here. Hopefully, you're done shopping. Actually, I've just got two more things to do for Kathleen, and I'll be good to go. Well, hey, thank you for uh, inviting me to your State of the City last week. That was a great experience. It was good to catch up with you and hear a lot of great things. It did spawn a lot of questions for the BA Breakdown today, so I'll start with one here, which is that the City Council is actually today going to be reviewing this citizen survey in a special meeting. I saw the draft, and it's asking things like uh, for folks to rate various things around the city, uh, life in Broken Arrow, quality of life, safety, the local government, even traffic and parking, lots of different things. What do you hope to learn from that survey? Well, actually, we did the very similar survey back in 2017 in anticipation of our 2018 bond package, and I recommended to the council that we do the exact same thing this time in anticipation of our upcoming 2026 bond package. And the survey essentially is going to be broken into two parts. The first part is actually going to ask some citizens um, how they feel about certain things we have going on here at the city, the direction of the city, different types of services that we provide just to get their feedback and make sure that we're all tracking together in terms of how we're going forward. If there needs to be adjustments in some of the policies that we make, or we need to look at things a little bit differently, that's why we need that feedback. So it's very important. The second part of the survey, Skylar, is going to be uh, our, our opportunity to ask to give the citizens to give us their thoughts on projects and initiatives they would like to see for the next bond package. And we're going to take that information like we did back in 2017, and we're going to reconcile it with the department directors and the council's thoughts and then put together a very robust package that we can start that public transparency process to see what would eventually end up uh, before the voters. And what is the council considering today? Are they just kind of honing in on the right questions to ask? Well, we created a subcommittee of two council members along with members of, of my team to actually come up with the draft questions for for the survey that was led by Aaron McCulloch and his communications team. And tonight at a special meeting, he's actually going to lead a discussion regarding the survey that we have in, in pre-final draft, as I like to call it, and get the council's input if they're comfortable with the questions that we're asking. Is there anything else we need to ask? Are there other uh, potential bond project questions that we need to, to consider? And hopefully the council will give direction. And then early next year, Aaron and his team will begin to publicize the survey and where it's available for citizens to be able to complete it. And the goal is to, uh, to, to uh, tabulate all the results and get them to my office in March, late March, early April, and then we'll take them to the council. And then we'll be using that feedback, like we talked about with uh, public policy decisions, and start to get the process of putting together that large bond package that would be a no new taxes before the voters in April of 2026. Talking with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. Michael, as you know, our, our listeners like to look very closely at how their tax dollars are spent. And we got a question last week after your speech on this topic, because I did mention the uh, dollar figure that you guys are kind of honing in on with this next general obligation bond. The question was essentially, why do cities need to do those? Why can't they pay for what they want to do in the standard budget? That's a great question, and that's a question that I'll probably be answering many, many times along with the council members. There simply isn't enough tax, sales tax revenue or other revenues generated to be to be able to pay for the type of improvements any community, especially a fast-growing community like Broken Arrow, to be able to keep up with the demands of the capital improvement program. I mean, for example, uh, just widening a mile of road from two lanes to five lanes could be anywhere from five to six million dollars. 
Uh, we use essentially all of our sales stacks that's generated for for, uh, for operations, except for what comes in the capital improvement, which only generates about seven or eight million dollars a year. So when you look at what it costs for roads, streets, sidewalks, uh, uh, buying fire trucks, ambulances, all those, it would simply be impossible for the city to be able to provide a great quality of life if we didn't have our opportunity to go before the voters and ask them if they would approve the issuance of bonds. So by the time you fix one road, you get into another one, you need the money for the previous one again, you'd kind of be in a vicious cycle, it sounds like. Yeah, it would. And then the residents would be upset because, you know, we're not meeting our, what they would believe are expectations in terms of widening roads to handle the capacity of traffic or replacing sidewalks in, in public areas, fixing storm uh, stormwater problems that come up every now and then, upgrades to parks and recreation. We simply would not be able to do what we've been doing if we were strictly relied upon sales tax. We'd have to reduce services to be able to do that because uh, right now, um, uh, almost all of our sales tax that we generate it goes for operations, for ongoing expenses. To, to run the city. All right, we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Now sure. I want to ask you about uh, something else that has generated a lot of buzz in the last few days, and that was the renderings that came out. I saw them posted on the City of BA Facebook page for the amphitheater out there. We've talked a lot about that. It seems that I think most people probably saw it, and it gives folks a, a better idea of exactly what that amphitheater could look like. Can you tell us where things stand on that project? I know there's a ton of excitement around it, but I do hear from some skeptics who are still just not too sure what to think yet. Uh, that's a great question. I appreciate the opportunity to answer it. I mean, we're doing our due diligence right now. Engineering uh, estimates and time schedules are being prepared uh, with regard to beginning construction. That's uh, number one. We should have all that information probably early next month. It was exciting to see what uh, Notes Live has tentatively planned in terms of the placement of the amphitheater. Uh, we are going to have a public information meeting in early January, on January 9th. We've invited about 300 homeowners in the area to come out and to hear a presentation from uh, Notes Live with regard to traffic management, noise, placement of the, um, the actual theater, the way it's going to be going to be setting, and just answer all the questions uh, that could be, um, could be going on out there with regard to this project. After that meeting, we'll finalize the um, the estimates and, the, and begin to look at issuing contracts or going out to public bid, I should say. And I would anticipate that the work under construction for all of the public infrastructure improvements that needed will probably start happening sometime in late spring or early summer of this year, because the goal is to try to have the facility open for, for concerts in late summer, early fall of 2025. So uh, we need to get started. I, I got to meet face-to-face -face, uh, Mr. Bob Mudd with Notes Live at your speech last week, and he said, hey, what's the buzz on the street about this? And I told him, honestly, that there's a lot of excitement, but skepticism because of some other project that didn't happen. And he goes, oh, yeah, the amusement park. I know all about that. Uh, <laughs> but he said, uh, in my, with that in mind, he said, we're going to get this thing done. He's very confident that it, it is happening. It, it absolutely is. Um, I understand the concern some have about making sure about the traffic impact and noise and so forth. I mean, but there are some folks out there that continue to be incredulous about whether or not this is going to happen for why I don't know. They just, that's just the way they are, or they've heard something that may not be true. I mean, any information they get from anybody outside of city officials, they should probably take that with a grain of salt because all information you get from us is going to be accurate. We plan on going forward. We've got all the approvals. The TIF district that we have been working on, council is going to consider that next month. Once that's in place, that's another step, another check the box that we need to do because that's going to generate the sales tax to repay the debt service we're going to issue. So this project is happening and 
I would just everybody to stay focused on what the city has to say about what we're doing, not anybody else, because we have the most accurate information about what's happening with this partnership with Notes Live. Well, Michael, thank you so much for uh, joining us every Tuesday this year. This will be our last chance to talk. Uh, I'm off next week, and I think we're just going to put off the the conversation since it'll be the day after Christmas. Um, So I want to thank you for joining us every Tuesday and being so open with our listeners about everything happening in BA. We absolutely love having you. Absolutely. I'm blessed to have this partnership, and I want to wish everybody at the station a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and let's get ready for a great and busy 2024. Thank you, Michael. Take care. Bye-bye.